You're listening to a very moody sports show brought to you by Moody and Sons Electrical. Call for any electrical needs at 478-4328, area code 864. And follow us on Twitter, Instagram, at Moody Sports Page, and follow and subscribe to our YouTube channel at Moody Sports Page on YouTube. Thanks for the support. It runs. It it will flow out, dude. So this morning well, I drank I like four mugs. I drank four cups of finishing off the boys this morning, mm-hmm. uh, which the boys fantastic show. Great, great like little show where like different take on superhero show. But anyways, yeah, found like four cups down. Now the question: When you make a pot of coffee, obviously we're all you're gonna label. If you have a regular coffee cup, which everybody, get ready, you're not ready for this. A regular coffee cup, actually two cups of coffee. 13 you, ounces. So, so because like I make eight cups, nine cups in that pot, it gives me about four cups of coffee. A uh, standard mug that we're all accustomed to is about 13 ounces of coffee. A cup of coffee or a serving is, uh, I think, industry-wide, it's, like it's, it's either six or eight ounces. So either way, you're close to double. But... uh. And a lot of these mugs you're drinking out of aren't standard mugs that are 13 ounces. Yeah, a lot of people got the big mugs. I got a big mug here right uh, now. That's where all your, uh, especially if you're adding your creamers and your additives and your sugar, that's where your calories come in on these hefty servings of coffee and stuff. But uh, if you just drink it black, you know, that's pretty much the way to go. But yes, I, so like when I make my coffee, Mm -hmm. I'm curious with you. Are you down with a co- bit of cold coffee if it sat there for a bit? Like, I forgot this morning I had the coffee in front of me. It took, I grabbed it. It was a little cold. As I'm sipping that coffee, I'm about halfway through that cold coffee or halfway through the cup, and I realize it's cold. I am dumping the rest of the cold coffee out, going to get a fresh cup of hot coffee. Because, um, like, it takes, I mean, it, you can always coffee warm, is so you can, cheap. You can always warm up your coffee. You can, with, but, with, like, it definitely takes down In on the terms of, like, sure. just pouring hot coffee on the cold coffee. That's what I'm saying. Ooh, that's a good call. I never do that. But, yeah, I definitely am a person. I'll be uh, always doing the dump out the cold, give me some fresh hot coffee if I have a full pot of coffee to myself. Because I'm just not drinking cold coffee. I'm not a big cold coffee. I don't really let my coffee get cold. Man, sometimes it's tough. I'm at work sometimes. I will not. I'll I mean, make I a cup of coffee that. and not touch that cup of coffee for two hours all of a sudden. Like, I, I understand that. Uh, I try not to pour uh, big portions if I'm at that's work. That's a good call. Like, I do it. Well, on the way to work, I take a pot. I get all my coffee consumption in before it's on my commute. So uh, that's where I get all mine in. It's just in the in the car. But uh, I think I keep myself from drinking too much by not drinking it before I get to work. Because yeah. then I'll have like maybe a cup, maybe two. There's if free I can get monsters the at one. work. There's you a, get free monsters. Jesus. Yeah, but I'm I'm trying. I'm I am abstaining. That's good, uh, dude. Stay with the energy drinks. Have to be the worst. Of I've, the never had possible. A mo- I've never had I've never had a monster in my life. I've had the Red Bull. I had the Red Bull back in the day. Red Bull vodka. I mean, had like one or two Red Bulls. And the third one, I was like, what am I drinking? And it's not that good. I've never had a straight up Red Bull. I've had plenty of Red Bull vodkas. No no Red Bull Uh, vodkas. I'm not. (laughs) You haven't had Red Bull vodka? That's some of the best nights. (laughs) Sounds like a wild night. It's it's the modern day Four Loco. Oh boy, that except is, better than four. That loco. is, I don't know how old you have to be exactly to be like on, in the four loco thing, or like is that a young young person? We're living thing? in we're living in it right now. It's Dan. in right now, but like 
was it something back when like our parents perhaps were a bit younger no, they probably no, no. weren't drinking but they had their version of it but like that just cheap alcohol you get in a can at the store that really should not be sold to they anybody. were malt liquors with is, the high the high gravity Wow, this is... Well, and they also had, like, the fruity flavors. So, like, you had the extra sugar in it. That just did not combo well with it. And then it. they had, like, the 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 octane fuel in there. Yep, the... yep. So, yeah, that was one of those, like, oh, man, looking back, why well, I drank maybe three or four in my looking life, back. and, like, why would I have ever done them? Terrible, terrible taste. Definitely definitely made the, uh, the end of the life a little shorter with but, uh, <laughs> some of those. Here for a good time, not a long time. Guys, it's a country song. It's in in many songs, probably, but Mm -hmm. this is a very moody sports show. I'm Daniel Moody. He's Zach Whittington. Yep. How's it going, Zach? Uh, Pretty well. Got a cup of coffee. Long time, no podcast. A little disc golf, though. A little Tucker Yell. A little being mobile. Staying active, even in the cold weather. This random, bitter cold front that has come through Greenville, South Carolina in the southeast. Yeah. Striking with a vengeance. College football is going to be cold tomorrow. Have you seen the pictures of the Buffalo Bills Stadium today? No, but isn't it like six feet of snow or something? Just imagine like the shape of a stadium, but there's so much snow, it's just like a... Just like a ski slope, like you can't see anything. It's just a white. So they're going to play a game. They're playing in Detroit. Oh, they moved it. Okay, I was like, cause I don't like, know if Detroit's on the bye, but now they're playing Buffalo I, and some other team in Detroit. I saw a, uh, I saw a, a, a tweet where it was a uh, man. You know, the the report of six feet of snow in Buffalo for the for Sunday. And then it was the next picture was Nick Chubb's height, 5'11. Devin Singletary's height. That shit was funny. 5'7. I was like, that's going to be great. There was a meme that said, uh, it said Nick Chubb breaks wide and runs, and it was just like a little piece of the snow, like <laughs> just barely moving, moving <laughs> just like a track. Hey man, here. if you're honestly, good way to be able to get through the defense if they cannot see you at all. <laughs> Just a slight bulge in the snow moving about. That's wild. So, But, yeah, that's going to be good for them moving it. I'm glad they didn't make them play in that. That would have been crazy, insane. But uh, been a little while since we podcast. I had busy two past weekends. Zach has been busy with work and whatnot. Um, The Oscar Blues, I assume, is going well. He said it's been good so far. Oh, yeah, we're making beer. Making beer. Making brews. Dude, I'm trying to show you this. But, oh my uh, gosh! You can see the stadium is just completely. I mean, even the cloud as the frozen sky behind, tundra. The sky behind it looks like it's blanketed in snow as well. It's just like oh, it, everything is blanketed in. Snow. It's serious, dude. It's, this this winter, it, it was a very mild fall. I will say, like, did not get super cold this fall. This winter is going to strike with a vengeance. Everybody was thinking it was going to be a very... I would thought it would be a warm winter, perhaps. It's going to come with a vengeance. It's coming. It's always cold. To dude. the bone cold, for sure, right now. So I actually, uh, I actually fired up the old natural gas log fireplace the other day. Dude, <laughs> made a few appearances in the YouTube channel. Nice. Nice. Very, very the short life. Um... But and I did actually see too. It's gonna be like 18 degrees in like Alabama and like 36 degrees in Georgia. Like you gonna go to the Clemson game tomorrow? You better bundle up, bud. Oh, it's sweatshirt weather. It, oh, it's like scarf weather. You better take your triumph scarf too. I, I usually have a beard in place of a scarf, but I just shaved. I just shaved as well. 
Don't know why. Really, actually, I know why. It just gets itchy. Anyways, different story. Another day. Uh, long week, long two weekends for me. Had a wedding. Had a bachelor weekend the weekend before, but got to enjoy the football amongst all of it. Clearly, there's been basketball. We had some U.S. Uh, roster for the World Cup announcements, and the roster. The team is now over in Qatar. Cater Qatar. First one, Qatar. Um, it's uh, they're over Gator? there. Gator. Gator. <laughs> <laughs> uh, name of the pod, Qatar or Gator? Um, anyways, yeah, they're over there. They're practicing. They're getting ready. Games start. I do believe in like a week, perhaps, like right around Thanksgiving. I have not properly kept up with my World so, Cup coverage. World but, Cup, uh, very intriguing. Um, we'll probably say roster news wise, the biggest uh, people very up in the arms about Pepe not being on the Pe- team. He's been Pe- uh, had a few appearances here for lately for the U.S. and has had a lot of good games. Are there but, any call-ups if there's injuries or not? Yeah, there probably would, I assume, be a call-up potential. But that being said, people were very – is is don't – and, like, I don't think it's – I'm not frustrated him not being on the team. They've chose uh, Sargent over him, and I am I like Sargent. I'm a big fan of Sargent. Well, Matt, um, Matty Ice. But – it's the problem was is Greg Berhalter had Pepe commit to the U.S. for the national team for nationality wise, oh, rather yeah. than Mexico. The old dual citizenship. So hold up. in that turn, when Berhalter doesn't put him on the squad, you basically it looks like either you kept him. You kept from him playing against from us. playing against us because you were worried about that, or you really just like shorted him out on an opportunity to play in a World Cup, but, like, he'll be on the next team, I assume. Like, that's my assumption. And people, there's there was a big, there's a big conversation at this point that, like, up to this World Cup that this was a World Cup the U.S. should be, you know, pretty pretty good in, predominant. Like, people were talking about a chance. Like, guys, there's a lot of young people. Like, we still are pretty much everybody under, like, 30 we got the Wonder old. Boy. We have Weston, Wonder Boy, and, Weston, and Sergeant up top. Like that's your three strikers. Yeah, that's three strikers that are like under the age of twenty five. I'm pretty sure. So this may not be the year. Perhaps in four years, it could very much be the year. And it probably won't. It probably won't. You know, it's going to be tough. It's the U.S. men's national US team. Cup, I, I think the but, World Cup's in America. The yeah, but time. that's the thing is, in four years, it's a home field advantage. Like, we're going to be at home. They don't have to travel for stuff. Like, you're going to be in comfortable, mm. like, living spaces and whatnot as far as, like, we would, Qatar whipped up a couple, Qatar c- whipped up a couple cities. Not just stadiums, but a couple cities, so they could host this event. Cater so like, wasn't built in a day. Like dude. it's there, it's not even like there's going to be comfortable living when you're over there. Like they're not s- probably sleeping in the most comfortable conditions and whatnot. I would assume. So like when you're here, it's going to probably be more comfortable overall. And so perhaps in four years, that's our opportunity. And so that's my thing. The only thing problem though is that Burhalter definitely shorted Pepe the opportunity to play in a World Cup, which like they're every four years. These players have how many like I you know I guess fifteen twenty years of playing ability, and like so that leaves huh. you with only so many World Cups to play in, bro. So do it in a World Cup, Wonder Boy. <laughs> I but I'm still excited. Thanksgiving. World Cup game against England, U.S. That's going to be really fun. 
and is going up against football, and I think it probably beats out the Thanksgiving football. Dude, Thanksgiving is really a holiday about beating England in the war or leaving them or whatever. You know what I'm saying here? The re- the the, the separation from the motherland. It's about the harvest season in um, America. Yeah. So, uh, but yeah, I, like we're gonna have a call. You're gonna have both. You're gonna have egg bowl. On that day, what's Egg Bowl? Ole Egg Miss Bowl, Ole Miss, Mississippi State. That's an easy one. Rivalry. Though. Last time we saw how no, bad is Jimbo? Dude. Not last year. Two years ago, the game got decided by a flag for unsportsmanlike conduct because somebody imitated peeing like a dog after catching a touchdown. So, Egg Bowl is going to be great. You're going to have NFL football, Detroit Lions, guaranteed all the time. I don't know why we always play Detroit Lions on Thanksgiving, but we do. And then you're going to have the World Cup game, too. Like, Thanksgiving is going to be a very, very I'd fun I'd rather day watch the World Cup game than I'm gonna the watch the World Cup game. football game. I'll watch the World Cup game. I think that's an early in the day. You're going to watch the dog show? And then you are going to a hospital? I'm not a dog show person. You don't want to see the uh, vesting no, class? No, because, like, class? you know, I can just look up the winner and you get the entire dog show. Who cares about the winner, bro? I'm just here to see... I'm here to see the controversy Dogs, and who deserved to win and who didn't. I could not who got care. Snuffed? <laughs> I could not care less about who wins. I just like to see. I mean, it's cool to see. I guess I don't know. It's controversial because people hate on like breeding dogs and stuff, and uh, I don't know. But it's cool to see like you know each breed. Well, taking care of dogs is cool and stuff, but also like, man. I don't know. I don't know what to do, man. I like boxers. I don't want to see. I don't want to see some dude prancing his fancy. There's some ugly dogs. Too. Yeah, like some dudes are prancing their ugly like Pomeranians around. I'm like, dude, that thing's a. I don't want it. I'm good, dude. But the big dogs. Big yeah. dog. Hey, greyhounds are cool. I I'm a you know, but like personally, if you were it's a the dog, same. So it's same you don't premise. have a pet. If you were to get a pet, do you have anything you would lean towards? Oh, Greyhound would be the dog choice. You would get but a... I'm a cat over a dog guy. Yeah. Yeah, I'm definitely a cat person more than a dog person. And, but the problem with cats, and you know. <laughs> Sorry to hijack it. And cats definitely are a. Thanksgiving related. Cats are like a very finicky thing where like you are playing a numbers game. You can get the greatest cat on earth. You could also end up with the worst creature ever. <laughs> and like it's just a cliff flip of a So coin. easily. So Cosmo, you ended up a little Dude. you were lucky. You got a nice cat there. That's wow. a good cat. Willow got a good cat here, although she's very needy and won't ever walk over to you. She wants you to come to her. Well it's a lot of you do the work and I'm not moving. That's but a lot that's pets. That's pets. <laughs> Anyways, retracting. The dog show is a bit like the puppy bowl, the 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 puppy bowl on uh, Super Bowl Sunday. I'll catch a second of it, perhaps, but I'm not going to sit down and watch. Same as the parade, Zach. I will see a bit of a parade, but I'm not going to watch them float floats down a road for like three hours in the morning on Thanksgiving. We got we got food to cook. We got stuff to do. Yeah. I don't know who has time for that. Yeah, we gotta go buy a bag of ice. <laughs> got yeah, mom sent me to get ice. Yeah, go get the go to the liquor store. You gotta go do this. Gotta go do that. We're busy. Thanksgiving, especially if you're hosting you do y'all host? Every 
It's year. all the time hosting. Every Nobody else wants to host it. Every year, man, dude. People are always calling. We coming over Thanksgiving. Oh, everybody's coming over to your place this time. So, so much that? manual labor set up for me. Manual oh. labor. Make sure the house is clean. Like literally shoving things in a room to the point where the room wants to explode because like the mess has to be hidden. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, I hate doing it. I just hate it. <laughs> but you know what I don't hate? Football. Football. We've been in it. College football. The college football playoff committee has started ranking. Uh, Dude, I have so many gripes. I know you got a number one team. Congrats. You beat Tennessee. Tennessee, number one for one week. Came into the dog house, dog's house. They left with an ass whooping. Excuse the lame. Dude. <laughs> they, they had a cup of coffee in the number one spot, and they realized they did not have what it takes Tennessee. to cut it. And also... I did appreciate the committee doing that for us because, you know, as soon as Tuesday hit, they got the three ranking for the dogs, number one for Tennessee. Kirby walked in Wednesday and was screaming, they think y'all suck. Nick y'all Sa- are terrible. Nick Saban calls that rat poison. Rat poison. Kirby calls it uh, you know encouragement. What, you know what I call bullshit is two SEC teams with two losses ahead of one loss Clemson. LSU is only there because they beat Alabama. Alabama is only there because they're Alabama. So, in turn, if Alabama wasn't Alabama, Clemson, okay, (laughs) we took it on the chin at Notre Dame. You need one of those losses every once in a while. We won our first natty with a loss. Listen, I was about to say, most teams, the Dogs won their natty last year purely because we lost to Bama in the SEC Championship. If we won the SEC Championship and met Bama in the National Championship, Bama Mm -hmm. wins the National Championship. I'm the believer in that. You don't beat a team twice. Sometimes you need a little gravel in your gut. Sometimes you got to... Get get a little reality check. You ain't as great as you think. It's you a wake are. up call. We exactly. need exactly. We need to stop hearing about the streaks. I mean, some streaks are okay, like Clemson's home winning streak. It's like thirty nine straight. That's whatever. Keep it going. But it's home like streaks are always keeping. It it's like the undefeated streaks. That's all you hear about going into the game. The media hypes it up so much, and it's like such a big deal. Take the L. Hit the reset button. Long, it's okay. Long travel up to Notre Dame. Got a couple games. Got a pretty competitive ACC championship coming. Twelve and one, riding in number five. Some some little shaking shaking so, bake happens in the top ten, and we'll see you in the playoffs. So the, so yeah, currently you got dogs number one. Uh, SEC championship is set at LSU, and it is going to be there with two losses. People talking LSU definitely in if they beat the dogs. I would say that's probably fair, but I wouldn't say LSU is going to be like. I would assume LSU squeaking in. You're going to get a fourth place because of the SEC championship, but the three losses is only going to allow you to get fourth. Like Georgia's going to beat LSU. Georgia would. George's probably going to beat them. We'll see what happens. The dogs got Kentucky this week, got Georgia Tech after that. So you assume the dogs walking in undefeated for the SEC championship. Uh, Big Ten, uh, Michigan, Ohio State, one or two and three currently, and uh, or no, sorry, three and four current, two and four, two and four currently. Ohio State two, Michigan four, TCU at the third spot in between them. But uh, Michigan, Ohio State's going to play at the end of the year. That'll decide which one of them are in. Maybe you get a second Big Ten team in there with like one loss, Michigan, and there's enough chaos perhaps. But like most likely. Whoever wins that game and wins the Big Ten in TCU currently still undefeated, probably getting it. We'll get in if they win out. 
I don't do. You, do you think TCU is getting in if they have one loss? No. No. It's the Big Twelve. I don't. Yeah, I don't think they have enough to stand on. If any one loss teams getting in, it's a ACC champion. Clemson, well, no, there's or, definitely, well, there's definitely going to be or, one or two one-loss teams. In it's going to get interesting because you could have North Carolina if they beat Clemson in the ACC championship, one loss, twelve and one, and they're going to hop up all the way to like number five or so, six. So that's where I'm at. That's what I think. I think TCU's probably in if they do their job. The one-loss ACC champion is close. Big Ten in. SEC in. It would really help if one of those Big Ten teams lost. One to two spots left. I think you're right. Clemson or North Carolina. Either one of them, one loss ACC champion, they're in. Even with North Carolina having one of what is the worst defenses I've ever seen. Dude, it takes points to make points. Wait. No, no, no. Not all the time. The only reason they're good is because Drake May has thrown five touchdowns in like seven games. It's college football. You can do it. And so North Carolina's defense definitely will get, they can get to the big playoff, but they will not win in the playoff if they get there. Uh, But ACC champion, one loss definitely in North Carolina or Clemson, which it's set. That's permanent. Nobody, there's no other way that happens. The Big Ten championship currently is going to be Michigan or Ohio State. On the other side, it's the greatest thing possible. Four-way tie currently with two weeks to go between Minnesota, Purdue, Illinois, and Wisconsin, and they're all four and three in the Big Ten. Awesome. That is just the... That is Big Ten football. And this also is a reason you're going to see uh, Greg Sankey recently said, and you're going to see it in the Big Ten... No longer will there be divisions in college football conferences. Like ACC, if they stay, if it stays ACC, there won't be divisions. Like people, because the divisions is what's killing it sometimes. Like it hurts it a lot. Where the Big Twelve, you're matching up big good team against good team that last week. So like it has a chance. Whereas if Ohio State loses to say Minnesota in the Big Ten championship. The Big Ten is done. They're not in the playoff. Mm-hmm. So, very risky for them. But uh, outside of that, I mean, there's probably not a, you know, Tulane is going to be your uh, group of five team this year, probably. They're on one loss right now, and they're really good. They're really good. But they're not going to make the playoff. So, the playoff is narrowing down a lot where you may have Tennessee as a secondary SEC team getting in just because the no numbers way. are the numbers are narrowing down but I will struggle as a as a fr- person that watched the Tennessee Georgia game front to back 31 to 13 does not tell you the story of that game Tennessee was dominated in every facet of that game that game was over in the second quarter when it was 28 to 3 yeah, they had no shot. They had zero chance. Just they like were Clemson stunned. had no, I mean, Clemson had a little bit better shot against no, Notre Dame than Clemson, Tennessee did uh, well, versus and Cle- Georgia. And Clemson is not has not had what Tennessee is. Like people had anointed Tennessee the greatest college football offense we'd ever seen. Psych. Even compared to the LSU team, we psych. Yeah, big psych. That's bud. the wrong. That's number. the wrong number. Um, Psych. So no, like that's I. I do think it's tough to be like 
even Tennessee with one loss, 11-1, and one, that one loss was so recent and so bad. Are you really going to put them in? It's weird. Which then brings in the question, the you know, dude, does the Big 12 get a team in with one loss? Because... No. But it's so strange. Too many teams are trying to have losses. Too many teams. Too many teams have losses late in the season. This has been a weird year of college football where, like, Originally, the the a lot of the times you're seeing these teams lose like week one and stuff. Like in Oregon, had every chance to be sneaking in, and then they lose to Washington out of nowhere. Like Washington, good decent team, but like Oregon was on a tear. Bo Nix was Heisman ready. Also, Zach, question about your Heisman? Where where's it going? Where's the Heisman? Cause like down I, the drain. If I hate DJ, I hate to be the guy. And yet again, this sounds like the Homer guy coming. But CJ Stroud has looked terrible the past couple weeks. They hype Ohio him State's up. offense. They love to hype him up. But Ohio State. We're not giving Stetson Bennett the Heisman. There's uh, why? Just because he plays for Georgia, we're not giving him the Heisman. Dude, go go look up some of the play. The man has had some wildly great. The, the first touchdown against Tennessee was him on a rollout. He beats like four defenders to the pylon. And the signal he hits, he hits you with a call me. Because the day before, Tennessee fans had leaked his number online and blew his phone up. Call him. Dude. Will Shipley. I'm not even a homer, dude. I'm not See, even yeah, I'm not I'm even a say, I at least say the sense of Bennett for Heisman, there's some leg to stand on on the fact of like he's just as good as most others. Will Shipley doesn't need to stand because he jumps over players to get that was down. a wild hot hurdle. That was so nice. Thank you, Will Shipley. You did it for you did it. You did it. We'll just leave it at that. Man, Elaine Kiffin and old Rocky Top. Not Rocky Top. Ole Miss. Hottie Toddy. Hottie Toddy. Hottie Toddy. Uh, War Eagle. Not going to War Eagle. He should go to the Panthers. That's what I'm trying to say here. Uh, but then my question for you, Dan. Do, I wonder how many coaches actually are calling the plays, head coaches in the NFL versus coordinators. Because, like, would Lane Kiffin be a great head coach in the NFL, or should he just be an offensive coordinator if he's an offensive guru, you know? I don't know. I don't know. Maybe I need to study up on my Lane Kiffin scheme. Well, and I think it's tough too because, like, it's the same premise as Nick Saban working as an in a, as a college football coach, but not an NFL coach in like Urban Meyer. And it's the way you have to approach the players in the NFL. Like Nick Lane Kiffin connects with like young kids because of the like the shenanigans, I guess you could call it. Just that like he Pete gets Carroll and does just like Pete Carroll, but like <laughs> if. I don't know. I wouldn't even say he's Pete Carroll. Like I don't, Lane Kiffin is definitely of a younger generation, it seems to me, than like he is like the older coach. Like him having shots as at like as Tennessee's taking on Alabama. He's like, you know, let's go Rocky Top. Like that's not normal coach stuff. Like that's very much something he's doing to stick with the young generation. And so I don't know how much he may be able to like find a connection point with the older guys i don't know maybe lane kiffin's a very serious guy and and he's just putting on the persona but he seems like he likes to rather crack up the jokes and be a little more light hearted about it i guess is a way to yeah say or it. maybe we'll just hire somebody else that's in the nfl i mean the panthers 
bigger we problem. Just, we did just have a flop on a college head coaching hire. The bigger, I guess, I know, yeah, the problem is like you've already did, you just did the college coach into a NFL coach and it didn't go well. But also another problem with the Panthers is like, bro, can y'all get a legit quarterback? Like, we got Baker Mayfield. I, I, I get what we're, I get like, you're coming from the cam and so like you're trying to find something, but like, you brought you brought a uh, Sam Darnold in, and like the talk was that Sam Darnold was going to be the fix, and I'm like, he was terrible with the Jets. He was terrible when he was at USC, and I understand he was a high draft pick, but that doesn't mean anything. And the same with Baker. Like, I I think Baker is a fine quarterback, but Baker was a fine quarterback when he was not broken. Like he got broke two years ago because he played wall injured trying to prove himself for a team that didn't want him. Mm. So I guess the Panthers were into Deshaun sweepstakes for a little and then, bit. And well and the, here's another thing is you now you slightly are wondering too if you're a Panthers fan and like you're watching these games, is PJ Walker your guy? That uh, did you that see Hail that Mary Hail Mary toss? That was literally a dime. Amazing. And he was falling over. Oh my God. It's dude. crazy when you launch football like that. Like that's not normal. That's a that is what got that throw is the same throw that Zach Wilson got drafted off of in the combine or whatever. Do you put me in a combine setting? I'm gonna drop some. Exactly. Dimes. PJ Walker did that shit in game. Yeah. With two defenders. Just like me out there on the disc golf course Buckets. that forehand, dude. Oh, Zach dude. Woo. Zach Woo. just wait. Just wait. Woo. 2023 PGA Tour member Zach Whittington, Caddy yeah. Daniel movie. It's going to be a tandem. Dude, it's going to be a tandem. My ACL will be popping by then. <laughs> in a good way. In a, in good a great way. way. Not, not, in a, not in like a popping in. I oh my God. I had so many other verb possibilities there and I just popping. Um, but <laughs> this golf wise was great. It was fun. We got first time out there with you, man. It was good. Oh, yeah. Um, but yeah, Panthers fans. Y'all gotta. I think you gotta figure out quarterback before like quarter. Uh, coach is one thing. Coaching in the college football is one thing. Coaching the NFL does not determine a team. Look at the NFL and who's good. What team? We well, could just good. draft Stetson Bennett. I'm not gonna say it's be not a, a seasoned vet. veteran quarterback. He'd be <laughs> like 27. He just as old. He's older than Joe Burrow. <laughs> he's yeah. older than like half the quarterbacks starting in the NFL. Yeah. The man's a baller. He wins games. I'm gonna let you know. Yeah, because he's a man. Playing Maybe I'll college. be a Panthers fan at that point. Oh wow, that'd be a commitment. Just Better than being a Bills fan. Hey, I yeah. Right now, Bills have been struggling. I'm a Josh Allen hater. Too. Did you watch the Vikings Buffalo game this past weekend? No, because I did not. I caught a little bit of it, but I did not catch the end of it. Which apparently I missed the greatest football game ever possible. And so I feel like I hear that a lot. I mean, we hear that all the time. You hear that all the time about every game. But see, this I feel like this is a trouble with me watching so much football on Saturdays. I do this, I guess. I, I somewhat overwatch. I watch so many, like, I'm watching all the games. Like, I'm watching the TCU games at noon. I'm watching 3.30 games. I'm watching the night games, the late night games, watching the recaps. And so by, like, Sunday at 1, a little footballed out, I guess little, you could say. Yeah, a little, SV, a little SVP at, like, 
midnight. Late It'll night, make yeah. You feel pretty dirty. I do. I enjoy. I do like the catch up of what happened in the NFL slate uh, with America uh, football night in America. Just a little recap. Tony Dungy on there. Dunge, tell me what's going on. It's great. But I just don't. I, sometimes I catch myself missing most of the NFL slate, and it feels like. I should be watching more, but I keep up with the through the through the fantasy teams. How's your fantasy? I mean, going? yeah, that's I'm a box score guy for box sure. score guys a little bit, uh, but you know we're getting towards the end of the season now for NFL. Yeah, it's so uh, strange. There's a whole another week of NFL football, like with the 17th game in there. Somewhat football related. I'm about to hijack the, the please segment. take it. But uh, did you see the Waterboy reference that was made? in uh wrestling no happened so this is a real deep cut for everybody out there adam sandler was in greenville this week by the way doing stand-up he was in greenville like two nights ago didn't know that either did uh did a stand-up so adam sandler famously the water boy bobby boucher and uh beginning of the movie there's a scene where bobby boucher is watching wrestling and he loves captain insano captain insano and it's uh he calls in to a wrestling show and gets to talk to captain insano and he gets laughed at and uh made fun of and Captain Insano broke Bobby's heart. And Captain Insano famously played by The Big Show. Mm-hmm. And uh, The Big Show from South Carolina. Shout out. And uh, anyways, AEW, not WWE, they had a segment where they scripted The Big Show to be Captain Insano as a throwback. Nice. Throwback to uh, callback, whatever you want to say, to Waterboy, which Waterboy is one of my, I'm stranded on an island and you give me a VCR and some DVDs or tapes Waterboy's one of them for me so uh just because i know i'm gonna laugh and i could just watch it, it have you watched but, it like any time recently oh yeah anytime it's on i'll i mean i just literally know the script front to back so oh i, I love don't it need to. I, yeah i love it but that sure. that movie you showed me i mean i heard a i, I think the levitar show they talked about this one time adam sandler like made movies for like teenage white guys and uh Guess what? I was one of those at the time when I discovered Adam Sandler. It, that's that's <laughs> that what I was slap. trying to get at by asking you if you've watched it recently. Because like it's definitely something where like it was such of a time that you had to be a very specific age. Mm-hmm. And it's sort of you like, literally just make baby noises. It's dude. sort of like the lizard troop that uh, made Super Troopers Oktoberfest or Beer Fest on Oktoberfest Beer Fest. Beer Fest but, was fun. But like movies like that where it's like. Bro, we were somewhat of a perfect age, and I would say even the Lizard Troop was maybe a little bit before us, and both of us have older brothers that were, like, that age, so that's where we really are getting that. It's the same premise as, like, us having older brothers. We definitely have a little more taste of the older music, I guess you could say. Not that that was maybe a little bit before our time. Um, Whereas, like, if you're just a regular, you know, a single child out there, no older bro, uh, older siblings. Like you're just taking in whatever stuff is of that time versus stuff older. But yeah, so like I, I definitely remember watching like the Water Boy, watching uh, Little Nicky. I think I showed you. And I just Andy saw that and for Ryan, Little Nicky here at the apartment. That was such a good, like such a good movie to me. But we watched it, and I was like. God, this movie was such a specific uh, thing. People for me. hate on that one, but I think it's funny. Lil Nicky's good. Uh, I Happy Gilmore is like one of the just all time classics for me. I love Happy Gilmore. Yeah, Adam Sandler stuff is very niche. 
very specific to a time. Have you, did you ever see Eight Crazy Nights? Oh yeah, that was the a, animated Adam. That was Sandler. amazing. So good. That was probably my favorite Ad, Adam Sandler, and it's because he's like it was all written by him, but it's not like I don't know. The comedy he does definitely worked well for an animated thing versus a live action mm-hmm. film movie. Um, so when it's all Wakanda forever the other night it was pretty good. I'm so behind. I mean, dude, if you're not on the MCU train, you know, like it, it's oh, slightly something too. Where like, I don't know, man. I I watch them and I get it, I'm into them, but also. There's always such controversy with every single one of them. People have to hate on it so much that sometimes I'm like, is it really worth even seeing it? I'm going to check out uh, Black Adam when it comes to a a streaming. I wanted to see Black Adam, but I did see terrible reviews for Black Adam in the point that people yet again are saying the DC EU, the DC. It's a setup movie. There's just not there. They just do not do it as well. I do. I did see recently they, uh, hired like a single focal person at the top now, sort of like Marvel did with uh, Kevin Feige. So maybe that'll help with continuity things and whatnot. But I don't know. They seem to not have anything figured out with the DC stuff. Well, so uh, Greenville Triumph. Uh, unfortunate news for us. We got news of Paul the Wall, Paul Christian retiring from soccer. Um, so best of luck to Paul in future endeavors. Uh, Andy said he was, uh, the plan was for him to head into the ministry. So good luck with Paul to Paul with that. But it is going to be a little nerve wracking. We and Andy and you were talking about it today. Uh, the idea of going into a season with no knowledge of what the goal is going to be, who's going to be in goal and like what the ability level is there. Cause like, we went from Dallas with like a salt, like a transition into Paul, where uh, best we keeper had, in the league. Yeah, so like it was, it's sort of, it's sort of weird. It's going to be strange. Also, got news that we uh, released Jake Keegan. You assume Jake's going to continue on playing somewhere else in the USL League One. He'll probably uh, with Knoxville getting a team. Um, you know, maybe he ends up on the new team in Knoxville. Who knows? Uh, but. Jake, we did. Jake was huge for the team this year. He filled in when Jacob was uh, not exactly ready to take up that starter role just yet, and then he really did fill in on the wings when we needed like depth. Uh, so Jake really, without him, we probably didn't make the playoff this year. Um, but hate to say it, just because they're so they're so annoying. But congratulations to Tormenta for winning Don't the league. But God bless, man. They were on Twitter after they beat us. They were awful. It was so annoying. The fans were terrible. Just bad people. sportsmanship. Bad sportsmanship. Not about it. So, you know, I really wasn't hoping they would win. But at the same time, the other option was Chattanooga. And so it was tough. That was a, not an ideal Greenville Triumph USL League One final. But, uh, you know, 2023, we're coming back. We'll be right back into it, and I'm excited for the new season. I need to double-check. I don't know if I've renewed my season tickets, and, you know, I'm definitely going to, but be cool to know where uh, my seat will be. When we start up to Legacy. these luxury seats on the side, when are we? When I are, mean, I thought... What's the price job? Here's the thing, Zach. Those seats aren't there anymore. We don't have a home currently. They have oh. yet to sign a contract with any form of a 
stadium or anything. Theoretically. So uh, I would just like to know before I purchase my ticket where my ticket's going to be standing at. <laughs> well, hopefully it's Greenville. We'll figure it out. Hopefully. Hopefully the Greenville Triumph stick to the Greenville location. We'll see what happens with that. Uh, NBA-wise, Zach? Uh, Hornets are tanking. Hornets whatever. have to tank. Unfortunate here. Yep. I hate for that. The rest of the East, I know the East is very... Uh, very competitive right well, now. I haven't seen top, a good tank top, in years. Top so side the Hornets, of Hornets will probably work their way out of the full tank, but I'm cool with the tank commander just leading the way here. Just everybody hop in. You're assigned tank, and just we're gonna do tank stuff all on season. the on the west side, dude. The uh, Sacramento Kings been playing pretty well. I'm pretty sure they're on like a five, six game winning Fake streak. Fake it till you make it. Fake it till you... Listen, it's the most beautiful thing at the start of the NBA season, and this happens in baseball. Yeah, this this is exactly what happens these long seasons where like <laughs> these great, these bad teams, which we know are going to be bad teams. You don't want to peak at the wrong They're going to start... They start out so hot, and it's going to just die off, and then here's going to come the, you know, the Sixers... And the Suns, holy and the Heat. You and saw Joel team. Embiid sixty-one and sixty-one. He dropped sixty-one and a bunch of other stuff. A points sixty wise. burger. For Dar- Darius Garland dropped a fifty-one burger. Steph Curry dropped a fifty burger. Steph Curry has dropped multiple fifty burgers and multiple losses. The 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 Warriors are looking rough, but yet again another team. Zach said it. You don't want to peak early. This is yet again. That's is, what the Hornets are doing. We're trying is, not to peak. This is early. something we saw. You see a lot. A lot of teams will be talked about as like, are they good enough for the playoffs? What's going on with the Heat? What's going on with this team? What's going? But then these teams that are What's always in the playoffs, on? always going long runs, the Warriors, Suns, these teams, they're going to after the All Star break get serious and start playing full four quarter games and not just the fourth quarter and and it'll write all the ship will write we'll figure it out you know it literally happens every year but yet again this is the same thing that happens in baseball where like people are like do you see we're 21 and one I'm like lose 22 straight is what's about to happen that's funny because no one saw it because it's baseball it's baseball nobody's watching <laughs> um i think that's it <laughs> Zach's out of the studio. He's headed out already. Uh, before I get out of here, before we leave you for this week, I did want to touch on the lock of the week. Uh, we missed a couple weeks recording because I clearly covered that, uh, you know, had wedding and bachelor party weekend things to take care of. Um, but did want to let you know. So uh, currently, record 9-1. And uh, not the the one loss came two weeks ago. Uh, Wall at the Bachelor weekend called James Madison. Try to pick uh, the Dukies again to come out and get a get a cover for me. Uh, they were at Louisville. They were seven point dogs. Thought they could cover those seven points. Louisville, you know, Scott Satterfield. I thought they had pretty much burned all they had as far as magic for the season. They were on like a four-game winning streak. I thought it was done. I was wrong. They blew them out, but bounced back this past weekend. Um, This past weekend uh, took Notre Dame. They were 21, I think, point favorites. 
at Navy, took Navy to cover the 21 points. You know, I figured that was a big number. Notre Dame coming off a big win against Clemson, I thought maybe could be a letdown. Didn't look great initially in that start. Uh, first half, they were blowing them out, 28-point lead, I'm pretty sure. Finished out second half, Navy goes on a run, passing touchdowns galore. Looked good, 35-32, final Notre Dame wins. Daniel gets the right call, though. Love it, love it. Um, as far as this week... I'm going to be taking UCLA at home, two and a half point dog against USC, number seven, number 16, nine and one USC coming into UCLA's house. I think Chip Kelly and the Bruins get it done, DTR. I, I think this is how the Pac 12 sort of plays themselves out of a playoff scenario. Uh, nine and one USC really is the last hope I would say you have for that. So, that's going to be over. After this week, I'm calling it going pretty bold here, I'm saying. US, UCLA upsets USC uh, in the Rose Bowl. So, you know, we'll see what happens, but hopefully Daniel's looking at 10-1 in the face next week. We'll talk to you next week, guys.